justification by faith alone. Practically, what we think about immediately but as we do so, and this time of the year, as we do so, as we honor our neighbors and we must not forget what made the first discovery of that doctrine in the scriptures. You know what? Doctrine of original sin. It's a bitter and all the truth that we're sinners by nature, not just an action. For rebels, the inclinations of this God rule of our lives. By the way, as a constant reminder of our sinfulness, it only takes three chapters for the world to fall into the corruption of sin. Not that we have the last three chapters to arrive at a world untamed by sin. Permit me our sins and all their ugliness, crippling effects. The shining in the darkness is the great solution of the gospel. Trust me, believe. Now we're about to turn to 2 Samuel chapter 20. It too has something to say about ungodly ways. It flows very naturally from the previous chapter. There, in the previous chapter, chapter 19, we overhear a promotion taking place in Gilgal. Not part of the Lord River. He called the names he started to and after this apartment was defeated, the rebels don't have to come. The people realize that it's great. Whether it's Biden that Absalom or sitting by him. Then after there's this apparent community of opinion about having David reign over the nation once again. But you continue to realize that not all is well among the people. There are fractures and cracks and fissures. Let me read the last four verses of chapter 19, verses 44 to 8. See, David just after his spies with the hearts of mine, the Gileadites, David a lot, has given the king his own servant in that. The king went out to Gilgal, and him and along with him. And all the people of Judah escorted the king, and also half the people of Israel. Just then all the men of Israel came to the king and said to the king, Why have our brethren, the men of Judah, stolen you away from the king, his household, and all the extent of them across the land? So all the men of Judah asked the men of Israel, Because the king is a close relative of ours, why then are you angry over this matter? Have we ever beaten you at the Expense, or has he given us any gift? The men of Israel answered the men of Judah and said, We have ten shares in the king. Therefore, we also have more right to David than you. Why then did he despise us? Were we not the first to advise bringing back our king? Yet the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. These last words of chapter 19 are crucial. The men of Judah, though they do remember, fail over chapter 5. Well, when you're reading argument, but just flip the table over and stone out. What are the passions next? So let's continue with today's passage, reading it. Chapter 1. 
There happened to be there a rebel whose name was Sheba, the son of Benjamin. And he blew a trumpet and said, We have no share in David, nor do we have an inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his tents with his widows. So every man of Israel deserted David and followed Sheba, the son of David. But the men of Judah from the Jordan as far as Jerusalem remained loyal to David. Now David came to his house at Jerusalem. Took the ten women whose concubines had left in the house and put them in the kitchen, supporting them, but did not want to them. So they were shut up for the day of their death, living in Widow And the king said to Amasa, Assess the men of Judah for me within three days, and keep passing through their cells. So Amasa went to assemble the men of Judah, but he delayed longer than the set time which they were going to be. And then sent the Abishai. Now, Sheba, the son of Dikri, was more part of the master, taker of servants, lest he find for himself one of the cities of his kingdom. So, as men with the Jerichites, the Calicites, and all the mighty men were now active, they went out from the kingdom of Sheba, the son of Dikri. But they were at a large circle to the kingdom, the master came before them, and Joel expressed the battle armor upon him with the belt. Sheba the son of Victory, and threw 
about Joab and the little chocolate, and they were true from the city, every man to his tent. Joab returned to the king of his camp in Israel. Joab was over all the army of Israel. Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the Karatites and the Pelotites. Aboram was in charge of Rebbe. Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilu, was the reporter. Sheba was scribe. Dadon and Abiathar were priests. Erod, Karaites, was a chief minister of the David. A lot's going on in this chapter. All the shifts in locations can make your head spin. It might help to focus on four communities. First, as I mentioned already in verse 1 to 7, there's the last part of David's commute back home from Gilgal to Jerusalem. Secondly, in verses 8 to 13, there's David's men in opposition to Sheba. They leave Jerusalem but stop at Gibeon, a spot where there's a large stone. Thirdly, after this delay, David's army move on and arrive at a city named Abel and continue their mission there as seen in verses 14 and 22. Fourthly, and finally, in verses 23 to 26, back in Jerusalem, the capital city of Israel, there's the regular routine for the commutes of David's government workers. But the tracing of the roots alone won't help us identify the themes here. Obviously, Shiva is that rebellious sin nature in all of us. He's not the only one. We go back to the first part of verse 23. We should not overlook its significance. Joab was over all the army of Israel. Recall that in chapter 19, prior to the verses we read, Joab was demoted. David was tired of the way his nephew operated as a chief captain. Undermined his kingdom authority with his vengeful murder of Abner, in fact, in chapter 3, and most recently his harsh execution of Absalom in chapter 18. Uh, even if David didn't know exactly how his son was killed, he probably had some inkling clue after the debriefing. That's why David had Amasa replace you. Well, that shows you how much the king was displeased with Joab. Sure, Amasa is David's nephew. Remember, he was most recently seen on the side of the enemy as Absalom's captain. Yes, Joab was that bad. I said all this about make this Rebellion is not only found in those of the most violent like Sheba. There could be crafty and evil individuals like Joab among the ranks of God. In fact, later in the Bible, Apostle Paul warns against contentions, jealousy, selfish ambitions, disease, insubordination. Whether it's out there, in here, we fail to submit to God. Submit to one another. With all this in mind, let's discuss four ways that we can quell rebellions against God. Now, 
Today we ask the church to not execute criminals like Sheba that the sword does not belong to us. But we must have the same resolve. Be dead serious about sin. Willing to mortify it within us and confront it among us. Here's the four part sin extermination plan. One, recognize the potential of sin. That's verses 1 to 7. Recognize the potential of sin. Two, expose the deception of sin. Expose the deception of sin. That's verses 8 to 13. Why say execute the judgment? Why do you execute the judgment? And four, administrate the oppression of the He must complicate everyone's attention. That's his words. Slave the tribes of Israel away from the words of There's some rhetorical force and poetry in his words, like a rallying call or a cry of political protest. Just like that, we see out of the open the fickle and vacillating nature of Like Absalom before him, she was a man who causes division. So here we go again. So now this David King stand alone. Not alone. The men of Judah goes to the king. Now while all others desert David, Judah accompanies him back to Jerusalem. On arrival, king does what he should have done long ago with his compromise. He should have never taken off the practice of delivery. The law family stays in the Rock 17. But disobeying, David made a mess of his personal life and public career. This sin led to many other sins, both here with Bathsheba, the murder of her husband, rivalry between the sons, and the school. But to be clear, these ten women are not to be blamed. David, as the most powerful man, powerful man in the nation, took them for himself. Objectifying them as children. Absalom went many steps further, disgracing the woman in public back in chapter 16 of 2nd Samuel. All of their own shame. David tries to make best of the situation, does not forsake his responsibilities and provide for them, but does refrain from further sexual immorality. His relationship to them is not as powerful as. Only David recognized early the potential of his sexual sin and would have avoided the suffering inside. Besides what he should have done long ago, David does what needs to be done right now. He dispatches Amasa, his new chief captain, to assemble the men of Judah. We're not sure what's the hold up here. Still ignoring Joab, the king commands Abishai. Joab's brother to chase down Sheba quickly. 
not a moment to waste. Grab a low case of fortified place behind and lead to a long drawn out war. David sends his best men. Among them are men who fiercely loyal to Joab will come back to them. The Herodites and Palatites are foreigners probably related to those of the Philistines. They have come from the land of the Greek. Whatever their origins, the fiery bodyguards handsomely wounded David. That's only a common the urgency with which David sends out this special force that we're out waiting for a larger army demonstrates the vital to recognize Let me ask you in your personal walk how swift. I'm not sure. My wife is talking about the question. Can I see medicine? Hot water? I don't even know what she's doing in my body. But if she loves me and trusts her, she sees the bottom of the problem better than I do. She wants me to dip the disease in the blood. A lead of similar. Scriptures tell us in 1 James 1, 14-15, that each one is evidently drawn away by his own desire and desire. Then when desire has conceived it, it's worth it. That's what part of sin is the desire. That's what it Let it draw you away from Christ. There is application of this, brothers and sisters, not that sin reigns in your mortal body, that we should obey his instructions. Fathers and mothers actively yield the rod of correction to drive the foolishness apart from your child. And a woman refuses to allow pornography even in your home. Now back to the story. It was clear eyed enough while she was sent to see it as this. They said they're taking time off. There are other problems right under his nose. But the son of Hercules, I don't know how to threat. The sons of Jehovah and Jehovah. That's what we see in verses 8 to 13. And that's why it's so important to close the discussion. Some irony in verse 8 says, Ahasaphan will arise late, catches up with Joab, give me a father, I'm off to Jerusalem. Back in chapter, we're going to conquest of Canaan, all the inhabitants of Gibeon. All how Israel had just defeated the neighboring cities of Jericho and Ai. They knew that the Lord had commanded his people to destroy all the inhabitants of the land. But in order to save themselves, it says in Joshua 9 26 that they went and pretended to be ambassadors from a distant land. The pretense were covenant made before God, guaranteed the protection of 
Gibeon, the salt of the cloak and dagger, unfortunately, from outside. Here he's taking the pure eight five of the bazooka and Shiva. Talking each mountain, Joab also refers to act first of later. So we can appreciate Joab's evenness to I'm not going to find it on the side of Joab and his men, but there it is on the other side. By the walls of the city's choke, that's something. Taking Ecclesiastes 7 12 and the right to the Bible's place. Wisdom is a defense as money is a But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom. This woman is supposed to buy sweet and defensive evil. Thus, as Abigail stood between the battle of David and our household battles, first at number five, this woman is violent. Just as well respected the wise woman of the second century, he hears the wise woman. Get our words in verse 18 to 20. Abel was a place where the surrounding Israelites saw guidance and settlement of the sea. It's like a prudent mother and the city caring for her children, the smallest city in the area. The woman stands among its inhabitants and peacefully faithful. What reason does Joab have to swallow this religion? Joab clarifies his intention in verse 21. It's amazing how one conversation. Others. But only now explains who and what he's looking for. Once he has she gone, leave the city alone. With the battle he gathers and tells, he must be doers of the word, not here as only. I don't know how quickly citizens of Abel call to she love I imagine with every force out of the manual. Every soldier was being trained. Every neighbor for me was some kind of neighbor that watched me. Eric and Alice, Alice and Benjamin. She was earlier to a trumpet as a star revolution. While I blew this trumpet as a little
accountability from it. Every biblical counsel. As children, we need the wise counsel direction of our fathers and mothers. As members, we need godly leaders in our church, pastors and It's true that we can help not only found in axioms and narratives of the Bible, but see it even in seemingly mundane lists of humans. There we learn about the ministry and professions. There's something like a list of categories that works in verses. Some of the titles do not have exact parallels with those of our day. We understand the basic function. It reinforces the basic idea that in a good government, all of its parts work together to punish evil and reward good. It's also useful to look at this list side by side with an earlier list in 2 Samuel 8. First of constant. And I have has been revival leading David's own bodyguards. And Jehoshaphat had too at the ceremony. There's some turnover, of course, in the there. That doesn't seem to be a major issue at the moment. But not all is well in David's home. Over time, the promising beginnings of his kingdom loses its luster. Even if Joab is a good fighter, we have just seen how he has deceived and stabbed his way to keep his title and get it back. David's sons were formerly chief ministers. I take that to mean they were his chaplains and royal spiritual advisors. That appointment obviously was disastrous. We have his oldest son, all coincidentally son to his letter A. Ammon, Maxon, later Ammonijah. All terrible. The odds are afraid of ethics to morality. David's sons and nephews see themselves to be unworthy. As they do, other problems will surface. Look at verse 24. It says, Adoram was in. That word for revenue is better translated as forced labor. Other Bible versions use it as capital. But that means it's this. Over time, the king needed to compel the citizens to maintain and continue his rule. This is going to be pushed to the limit during Solomon's rule. The point of contention for King Abner. Burden eventually. All this decadence has its source, has its source, going to weakness of the king. Going down, losing his effectiveness and authority. Back in 2 Samuel 8 15, we read that David reigned over all Israel and David administered judgment and justice to all his people. Did you see that kind of reference here? It's 
It's not that they can no longer wait here. It's just that over time, the effects of aging, awful consequences of the simple choice we make, take their course. Not only on the human, not only on the king, but also on the king. Yes, even a man has the gospel heart, not guaranteed to be perfect. That's the reality of all nations. I'm thankful to live in a country where all this freedom, but even so, sometimes, all the great kingdoms of the earth, like the Benjamin Gap, are like chaff. And if you have to write I have all those things here, like you do all. I probably should know personally Jesus are David is David is a mere man who cannot give you last evening. That's because of sin, dying, was buried. Jesus died and man at the same time. And and everlasting. That's because he never sinned. Died for our sins, was buried, rose again from the grave. David never ascended, Christ Jesus on the Lord. Though that Jesus fully came for our sins and died on the cross. Yes, we are sinners. Like Shiva, rebels who resist. Like Joab, thieves, murderers at heart, who deserve to suffer in hell, our darkness, outside of the kingdom of God, where there's weeping and national. There's no hiding. Before you die in your sin, before the king of kings returns, stop the resistance. It's madness. Surrender, turn from sin and repentance, turn to Jesus and trust in Him for salvation. God, I deserve God's gift. The Lord saves sinners by grace alone, faith alone, trust in Let's remind ourselves of the truth. I had to that you would Think about the day 
Thank you. 